time for the Malloy Drive Show podcast. And there's nothing like a Crown forklift for picking it up and putting it down. Check them out at crown.com or call 131 604. No risk, no worries. Listen up, Australia. He's not here. He's not here. He's off enjoying a beer and a very long lunch. So we've got some best bits for you. This is Malloy's Rostered Day Off. It's not a long lunch, and I know what Mick's doing today, and I'm okay with it. He's got a story to tell tomorrow when he's back on deck for what will be the last couple of weeks of Malloy forever. But a big show coming up this afternoon right here on Triple M. We'll be joined by Denise Scott coming up in just a moment. The last few weeks, she's become a grandmother. Has Scotty? She'll tell us how she got the news in just a moment. Charlie Pickering will be on the show as well. He goes down some rabbit holes of YouTube and is going to tell us about a brand new TV show you need to watch. Charlie's coming up later. Uh, it's all about Adele at the moment, isn't it, with that big TV special that aired on the weekend. Uh, she once kept um, Celine Dion's chewing gum and put it in a frame. We'll be talking about what celebrity item you own. That's coming up as well. But let's get into it thanks to Crown Forklifts. This is Malloy. It's the rostered day off. Mickey's not here today, and for good reason. Uh, he is doing something which I'm sure for him is pretty special. One of Mick's favourite pastimes with one of the world's greatest sportsmen. I'm sure Mick will explain more tomorrow when he's back on deck. Don't worry, though. It's a big couple of hours of radio coming up. We've got, like, Charlie Pickering to join us in the second hour. Denise Scott as well, who recently became a grandmother. John, my beloved partner of 40 years, has retired as of last week. So big changes at your house. We'll get to your grandchild in a moment, but I'm fascinated now about you and John and the changing dynamics. Are you going to be spending a lot more time together? Are you going to be, like... Peas in a pod. Well, he's in the next room. He's probably just outside the door, actually, <laughs> listening. Because he won't leave me alone. Oh. It's like he's a bit lost. He needs his work. So he's offering to do things. He's, he's cleaning the oven. Oh. Now, that's never happened. No. We've been here in our house 35 years. What is this oven you talk of? <laughs> <laughs> no one cleans. If you clean an oven, you, you are. run out of things to do. You're cooked. <laughs> you're cooked yourself. You're done. Yep. Put a fork in it. He was watching the Burt Newton special. Yes. Yeah. And I didn't want to. As, I yeah. just, I loved well, Bert. You I were didn't a big want to watch Bert this. Fan. And I didn't want to watch it, but John couldn't understand that. So <laughs> he followed me around the house saying, Why? <laughs> explain to me why. And I said, I don't know. I can't explain it. I just don't. Have you worked it out now? It was something to do with the fact, I think, that the last time I saw Bert was at the Logies, the yes. Logies he did. And I was sitting next to Paddy that night. And I felt that odd because we were Studio 10 right down the back of the room. And I it thought, was... why is Patty down the back of the room? Yeah, you know, right. she was sitting next to me. Absolutely. And then she kept saying, oh, I'm really nervous for Bert. And I'm like, what? Why would you be nervous for Bert? And then Bert did his wonderful, I thought, monologue mm. shtick. Yes. And then Patty looked at her phone and the social media onslaught was happening, you know, and there was some problems with it. Yep. And... I just thought, oh, my God, that you've still got to do that at 80. Like, Bert was 80 at that Logie's performance. And I was really struck by Patty. I didn't know Patty. Mm. Her honesty, I really treasured that moment. 
and treasured seeing Bert. Yes. Like in that moment. What a great, great man. I agree with you. Uh, that he is as big a star as we've ever had. Yep. He, he, mm. he was on TV when they turned it on in this yeah. country. And yeah. uh, I know so many live performers oh, and TV course. performers have always acknowledged it. Yes. Uh, he was yeah. the best in the biz. We are going to take a quick break and come back and uh, chat about Leonard Albert Lane. Oh. Uh, I just want to ruffle his hair like that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, More with Denise coming up. It's Malloy, Triple M. Driving you home. This is Malloy. We've got some world news coming up in a moment. Apparently a flood has forced an Indian couple to float to their wedding in a cooking pot. More on that in just a moment. We are joined by Denise Scott, who's recently become a grandmother. How's it all going? Yeah. Did it go smoothly? Where were you? Well, it was where exactly where was I? I don't know. It all happened without any of us knowing. Oh. Because Freedom Friday in Melbourne was a big day. Yep. My daughter Bonnie met her fellow Max basically yep. in lockdown. They've had a relationship in lockdown. They decided that before this baby was due, they would go out on Freedom Friday for a night in a restaurant. Okay. And uh, so they're out at date night and Bonnie's sitting there in the restaurant. And to be perfectly frank, as she said, it felt a bit damp <laughs> down there. And her <laughs> waters had basically uh, broken. Mayday. She'd gone mayday. into labour. <laughs> Bonnie being her mother's daughter, it was like, well, we're finishing this meal because <laughs> we haven't had a date. No one's going anywhere. She goes, they head out of the restaurant, they go for a walk, they think we better go to the hospital. She gets to the hospital and she said, you know, the problem is I am booked in for a caesarean for all sorts of reasons, she had to have a caesarean. Yes. So they said, that's all right, we'll get you in, 6am, you're, you're there. But then surgery, you know, there were emergencies, so they kept bumping, wow. the, oh. bumping, bumping, bumping. They said, okay, we well, we can go in. And by then they looked at her and they said, well, actually the baby's coming. Oh, man. So, um, oh, my God. So natural birth. Wow. Then all this had gone by. John and I didn't have a clue. I had laryngitis for the first time <sighs> in my life, coincidentally. It's 9.30 at night. John's cleaning his teeth with his electric toothbrush. <laughs> I look at my phone, I have no voice, and this photo has been sent to me of Bonnie, Max wow. and their newborn baby. Oh, wow. And I'm screaming, I'm... <laughs> John's cleaning his teeth, I'm going... <laughs> and John's going... And I'm crying... <laughs> and there's little Leonard oh. popped out. All, all good, all yeah. healthy. How, how he's, he's not a whopper, is he? He was a tiny baby because he's about all up. He was nearly three weeks early, but healthy, gorgeous, beautiful. Yeah, all good. Well, that's exciting but, stuff. But here's a dilemma. Yeah, his other set of grandparents who are gorgeous people yeah. gave Leonard. Quite a lot of money. <laughs> Is that what you do? Because John and I, we gave them like a little jumpsuit, you know, like a little <laughs> thing. I'd be yeah. angling for a cut. 
I would suggest that given all the man hours you've put in <laughs> yeah. to your daughter, yeah. that you are entitled yeah. to yeah. a share of that. Good and go Good and buy thought. yourself something really flashy. <laughs> a nice bit of jewellery. <laughs> that means I can't hold the baby because I've got a sharp piece of sharp <laughs> necklace or well, something. Well, you watch out with those earrings. Yeah. True. And, and take your ear, ear pods out <laughs> before right. you cuddle the baby. Hey, Mick, I've got to say, you, you caught me by surprise with your announcement of leaving. Mm. Do do your future projects have any room for? <laughs> I tell you what, I can I impersonate Julie Anderson in the crowd? Yes, yes, please go. Oh, really? I don't think that's the correct way. See, she sounds like she's had a stroke. I'm, I'm so, gonna, what I'm if you need any actors to play I, stroke victims, I'm your gal, Mick. You're in. I'd work with you anywhere, anytime, Denise <laughs> Scott. Uh, let's tread the boards. Let's yeah. pop on some pantaloons. Let's do what we have to do. I can't wait. Congratulations to you and John, who's got a bit of spare time on his hands now, so he should be a yeah. pretty good grandfather. I hope I see you again. You will. Denise Scott, a drive home that's always unpredictable. <laughs> this is Malloy. Lee Sales from ABC 730. He's going to join us tomorrow. So is Melanie Bracewell from The Cheap Seats. Looking forward to that. You know occasionally I do my favourite headlines? Yes. The ones that really make me laugh. Yeah. Well, there's a new edition. What's happened? Who, uh, what's... So let's go back. Can I go back firstly through, you know, my all-time favourites. There's about half a dozen. Mm. But these are the ones that you go, I have to read on. I'm reading I on. need to know more. I'm clicking on as that As soon story. as I hear it. Yeah. Uh, Russia's sausage king killed with crossbow in home sauna. <laughs> I dare yeah. you to try and not <laughs> click onto that. That's, I'm in. Shakira attacked by pair of wild boars. Now. Of course I'm in. Come on. I mean, Shakira, whenever, wherever, yeah, right? Yeah, well, their hips won't lie. <laughs> That's they're being attacked. Right, mate. They're, they're being dry humped by some wild boars. You click on that story. You're clicking on. Of course. Uh, okay, what about this one? It's not what it looks like. Ottawa man caught with pants down in pony stall. <laughs> right. Again, you've got me. What you, the hell? You had me at pants down. <laughs> Uh, this one we love. Man arrested after allegedly swinging full colostomy bag at Kid Rock's bar. <laughs> Yuck. That is rank. No. I don't know whether I click on that one. It's a great headline. Yes, you but, would. Oh, maybe. Yes, you would. Yeah, you're probably right. Okay, you were probably there that night. <laughs> now we go into the all-time greats, the Hall of Famers. Yep. what do you got? Sex Pistol star Johnny Rotten bitten by a flea on penis after rescuing squirrels. <laughs> Johnny Rotten. Johnny Rotten has got it all. Man. And my personal favourite, Gordon Ramsay's porn dwarf double (laughs) found dead in Badger Hole. Of course you're clicking on that. There's a bit to unpack there. There is. Wouldn't you know that's when you've made it, when you've got a porn dwarf double? A Gordon Ramsay. Anyone who's got their own porn dwarf double is no, you know you've made it. you probably got one. Of course I have. It probably is one out there, Mickey. Yeah. I could say something right now. Who could get us all sued? Hey, uh, but today is there a new comes one? a new one, uh, which I love. Do you want a drum roll for this? Or yeah, yeah, yeah I feel like it. A... Yeah. Oh, hang on. <laughs> I'll give you a proper drum Sleep roll. That one, was wheel, a, that one was a bit sad. All right. All right, here comes the uh, headline of the day. Mick Malloy. It's a long drum roll. All right, wait for you. A Texas coach's ex-stripper girlfriend's monkey bit a kid on Halloween. (laughs) I'm in. That is... Come on, Can you say that again? I've got to get my head around what that all means. A Texas coach, so he's a football coach. Yeah. A Texas coach's ex-stripper girlfriend's (laughs) monkey bit a kid on Halloween. (laughs) 
Apparently the kid is trick-or-treating yeah. and he's gone up to the house and no way, Jose. <laughs> Bitten by... That's very strong. Well, that's That's a a strong headline. But you can see why I wanted to do it straight in. Yeah. Hey, got some world news coming up in a moment. It's Malloy, Triple M. For the drive home, this This is Malloy. The roster day off. Got Charlie Pickering to join us soon. But right now, time for some world news. Let's go to India to begin. Mm. Uh, when floods hit South India, it looked as though a young couple would be unable to make their wedding. Oh, no. But they managed to reach the temple by floating through the flooded streets in a giant cooking pot. Wow. <laughs> oh, have a look at it. <laughs> On a swollen river in a giant pot, uh, which is, I reckon, a cooking. Being Going to your wedding in a cooking pot is a good allegory for what you're about to do. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Should be should be on a fire. You should be toasting. <laughs> it looks to me like a wedding korma. <laughs> or is it wedding Rogan Josh? Might I'm not be. Sure. I don't know. I'll have a, Look at them. I'll have a mango lassie with it, that's for sure. That looks really amazing. And the big smiles on their faces, so it's a happy ending in the end. They're in the on the river, they're going to their wedding in a temple in a pot. And they left with cans tied to the back of that giant <laughs> pot. <laughs> clink, 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 clink. That's a big pot. It's a massive pot. Who has wow. a pot that big, by the way? No, how would you put that in the cupboard at home? That wouldn't fit anywhere. It's a massive imagine, pot. Imagine trying to put it into the dishwasher. Oh, it would never fit. It would never fit. No. Nah. Well done. Get the steel wool out of <laughs> A lot of scrubbing. Oh, mate, look yeah. at that. That's the bridal pot. <laughs> They're in the bridal pot. Okay. All right. Well, good luck to those two. Yeah. And, uh, that's a good start to World News. I like that. It's a, it's a feel-good story, that one. It's a feel-good story. Here's yeah, another yeah. good one. We're going yeah. to Saudi Arabia now. They're to launch an enormous oil-themed amusement park. Oil-themed? Yeah, it's on an oil rig. What? So they've turned, you know, well, that's what they do, Dave. They are big in the oil. Oh, well, yeah, okay. The part, the I do. I know that part of the world well. And, yes, that's a, well, that's a great resource, using the uh, the oil rigs for uh, an amusement park. Oh, look ah, at that. fantastic. Look at this. It looks fantastic. Oh, that's... You know, instead of, it's, you know, those things where you chuck the balls, it's instead of that, yeah. to, so it's just stones. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like a, a stoning where you win a fluffy toy. Okay. There's slides, there's pools on there. Oh, of course, there's a helicopter pad where you can uh, land your chopper, and it's just surrounded by, I don't know, rich yachts by the looks. It's the only theme park in the world where we have to wear hard hats. <laughs> you wouldn't want a tsunami, would you? I mean, that would, I don't want to bring the mood now, but that would. You wouldn't want to. You'd want to have your sea legs. Look at that. <laughs> you really would. That's a great know. idea because it's just like a disused oil rig they've turned into an amusement park. It's and they've genius. got all, got all the bells and whistles. There's about three pools. There's yep. three hotels. There's mm-hmm. a Ferris wheel. Yeah. Um, slip and slides. At, slip and slides on the oil. Yeah. There we go. Oh, Mickey, they've got oily. <laughs> Look out. Here comes oily. <laughs> He's one of the dwarves. He's got grumpy, <laughs> grumpy, sl- sneezy. Slicky. Oily, <laughs> sticky, slicky. <laughs> uh, on fiery. <laughs> Look, don't make me laugh, Dave. Here we go. Oh, now we're going, we're going to Holland. Dutch football fan. I love this story. What's uh, this guy is what I call a catch. Mm. A football fan has become an instant hero after effortlessly carrying 48 points in one go. Oh, that's an amazing. I'm looking at the pictures here. That's an amazing effort. Mate. 48 beers. 
And he's only got two friends. (laughs) (laughs) He's like the modern version of the beer wench. Do you remember the beer wench? I do. It was a a terrible episode in Australian sporting history. (laughs) You could go to the MCG or the SCG and you could hire a woman who would generally be in like a swimsuit Mm. and her job all day was was to get you beers. And it was called Beer Wench and it was advertised. I'm not condoning this, by the way. No, of course, but still, Um, yeah. Interesting. I couldn't afford one, so I just got my mum to come. <laughs> got mum to stand at the end of the aisle. Mum! <laughs> mum, another round. We laugh, but seriously, that could actually happen. <laughs> and a super dog. And a super dog. <laughs> three, three super dogs. I mean, if you had enough top. money, disposable income, it wouldn't be a bad idea to have a runner for you at the footy or your cricket or whatever, you know? Go get you some beers, you know? Well, if you'd like money. to come with me to the football next year, Dave, oh, yeah, I'd um, like you to um, be my... Guest. I'll tell you what, I'd be busy all day, that's for yeah, sure. You might <laughs> wouldn't see any football, I know that. <laughs> you might want to get an aisle seat. <laughs> yeah, right. Look at this. Now, girls, yeah. I don't know what you're looking for in a man, mm. but that, to me, is the ultimate catch. A guy who's got 48 Didn't drinks. spill a drop either, apparently. It's oh, unbelievable. Marry him myself. <laughs> well done. They're the ones. Yeah. That's a good yeah, story, that is. Good. That is. You're all good stories today. Uh, what, well, here's another. Well, no, this has got a sad tinge to it. We're okay. in the US now. What's that? The mean? heaviest pumpkin in the world yeah. has been disqualified from competition. Do you know why? Why is that? It's got a fingernail-sized crack. Oh, boo. No, you This let the man grew the heaviest go. pumpkin in the country yeah. this fall, mm. weighing 1,143 kilograms. Oh, baby. Oh, my God. That's a big jack o' lantern. Oh, yeah. But you don't eat pumpkin, though, do you? Dave, you know I can't eat pumpkin. What? No, is, is there Dave. A, I can I eat just... pumpkin soup, but I can't eat pumpkin. <laughs> On its own? What, with your veggies topped no, up? No, I can't, Dave. Why can't you? Because of Nanny Loy, my nanny, I told you. Oh, yeah, no, share it with us now. She what force happened? fed me mashed pumpkin when mm. I was young and I vomited on my TV tray. <laughs> and I forever associate pumpkin with her flabby upper arm. <laughs> I can talk about her like this because she was an evil, evil woman. Is your so nanny, not, though, right? Oh, she was a terrible woman. <laughs> uh, but anyway, she, she had the flabbiest upper arms. Right, and, okay. Uh, she looked like Batman. <laughs> Don't go seriously. out the wind, Nanny Lloyd. <laughs> Fly seriously, away. Seriously, Dave, she could have yeah. won a Birdman rally. <laughs> Get altitude with those old, bat wings. Had the old meat curtains out. So and it was just... <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I think we might. I just quickly, yes. oh, we've got to go, but I just want to go to the, um, uh, the bouncer shortage. Is in, there? In, in the UK. Uh, oh, they reckon it's yeah. all EU-related, yeah, but it's a threat to public going. safety. Mm. And they've got no bouncers. I might want to open a travel bubble with New Zealand. <laughs> yeah, exactly got, right. Plenty. Indeed. All right, right have excellent. we done it? Get with the program, Toots. This is Malloy. Kings of Leon, great band. Whitney, I got to see them live on Sydney Harbour a few incredible. years ago. Goat Island, uh, an incredible show. And they're coming back. They were meant to be here a year or two back, but, uh, you know, the whole COVID thing. So next March and April, back here in Australia, when you see yourself the 2022 Australian Tour. It's a good thing. I've got some tickets for Kings of Leon to give. I do indeed right here on Malloy here on Triple M. Don't act surprised. You wrote the bloody sheet. What are you talking about? <laughs> they um, are one of the best bands I've ever seen live, Kings of Leon. So good. Um, all right. So what we're going to do is my brand new game that I came up with. I thought of it on myself. Mick doesn't own it. It's called Ordinary. Audionary. Don't you start. No, Mick's not here, so I've got to, I've got to play Mickey. It's oh. Audionary. Burr. That's what you got to do after that. Burr. <laughs> I'm not talking anymore because I'll get in a lot of trouble. All right, so here comes the opening. Time to play Ordinary. Thank you, Maddie. You got it right. 
All right, so what we're going to do, I'm going to play you. I'll tell you what I did on Friday. Yeah. I'll play you the clue we did on Friday to give you an idea how this works. So you need a song title, but I'll just play It's like Pictionary, but it's with audio, right? So you've got to try and work out what the song is through my clues. Here's was Friday. <laughs> Took a few callers I to get there. I did not get this. I have to admit, I couldn't get it. Yeah, that was Born to Run. Just a baby, you know, born, and then a little Flintstones run at the end. That's how we did it. All right, so I've got some brand new clues to go here. We'll play them when you get to air. So one triple three five three is the number. Yes. You can play ordinary by giving me a call. And just to clarify, that was an example of what was done Friday. That's not what's coming up. Of what you're trying to say as a phone operator that generally people go, oh, it's uh, born to run. No, we did that already. There'll be a new one and you'll hear it after the break. <laughs> okay, Jeez, Whitney's telling us. <laughs> a drive home that's always unpredictable. <laughs> this is Malloy. And up Australia, while Mick has a well-earned break, we're heading back to the archives. This is Malloy's Roster Day Off. It is no Mickey in studio today. He'll be back on deck tomorrow, although he's got a very good reason why he's not at work today, and uh, he'll be happy to share it with you tomorrow. Can't wait for him to explain his absence. Hey, but we are going to soldier on with Malloy and my brand-new segment, Ordinary. Time to play... Ordinary. Audio <laughs> Of course, Mick would go, this is one of Dave's uh, three segments. I'm Mick today. It's audionary. It makes no sense, Dave. Yeah, okay. All right. Well, uh, let's go to the call, shall we? Give away some Kings of Leon tickets. Uh, so the idea is that I play you a clue uh, with the audio, and you've got to try and work out what the song is. Uh, it's a song title. And let's go to Carly first up. Hello, Carly. Hello. How are you going? Welcome to Ordinary. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, all right, let's do it. I'm going to play you the uh, the audio and see if you can figure out what the song is. It's always hard when you're first up, so I understand that. But uh, let's have a listen to our clue. I look in the mirror and what do I see? Mm, there it is, Carly. You're first up. Any ideas what oh that God. song might be? Have another listen. I look in the mirror and what do I see? What do you think? Talk Man through. in the mirror, maybe, but I don't know. Say that again. Man in the mirror. Man in the mirror. Oh, that's a great guess. That's Michael Jackson, right? Yeah, that's yeah. Michael Jackson. Uh, no, it's not Man in the Mirror, Carly, but uh, Duke him anyway. A uh, case of Brick Lane Drive for you, Carly. Thank you for calling. Uh, let's go to John, who I believe is in uh, en route to work. You're a bus driver, John. Yeah, bud. Now, good. All right, mate. Let's have another listen to the, uh, the clue. I look in the mirror and what do I see? All right. Oh. Talked over talked the end. Uh, what do you think, John? Um, Song title? Ordinary? My segment? It's a difficult one. Yeah, it's a difficult one. Mirror and sounds like I opened up a can of beer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. But, oh, I like how you're thinking on air, though. That's awesome. Good on you, John. Thanks for calling. Let's go to Steph. Hello, Steph. Hi. How you going? Welcome to Ordinary. Good name. <laughs> what do you... Uh, listen, another listen. I look in the mirror. What do I see? Two tickets to Kings of Leon. If you get the song title right, what do you think? Um, reflection. Uh, I, have, I actually have no idea. It's hard. Know. Yeah, I get it. Oh, hey, thanks for calling, Steph. You've got people stumped here, James. I thought this would go. Did you? Mm. So don't think too hard about the mirror bit. Yeah, don't give it away. Don't focus too. Oh, okay, uh, let's go to uh, Mick in Corowa. G'day, Mick. Hey, yeah, mate. Good man. Well, what do you think? 
It's not Janie's got a gun, is it? Let's have another listen. I look in the mirror and what do I see? Jane Kennedy with a gun. Well done. Oh, Mick. <laughs> now, uh, talk us through. Like, did you just well, come to you? I was listening to the mirror part and I thought, hang on, that's Jane Kennedy, you know, because I heard it for years, figured it when you used to play it. Yeah, Dentist Jane. And then I thought, well, and then there's a gun get loaded, isn't it? Or... Gun being cocked, absolutely right. I think you can say that on radio. You've got yourself tickets to go see Kings of Leon. Well done, Mick. Thank you very much. How good's ordinary, right? Ordinary. <laughs> yeah. Back again tomorrow with Malloy. Oh, Hercules, Hercules. Oh, Hercules, Hercules, Hercules. Midnight Oil. The drive home. This is Malloy. With Mick Malloy, Adele. She's everywhere at the moment. She's got the new album out, 30. Her one night only special was on the TV on the weekend. And it got us thinking about the time Whitney brought us this story. Hey, there's some news with Adele. What? What's the news with Adele? Tell me. She released some information about what James Corden's gifted her. James Corden, who's a friend of mine but also does carpool karaoke, which I did, uh, he did it with her and knew how much a fan of her I was, and so he made her spit her gum into a piece of paper and he framed it for me. And it's my proudest possession. I get it. A bit of gum. I get it. I adore Celine Dion. I would do the same thing. Mm. I would like to do it from Adele, but get it out of her mouth myself with, with nothing but my lips. I was going to sign you. How do you feel, feel her singles going, Dave? A new song? I oh, know oh, it's going huge. I mean, it's had a Play great a reaction. This is my karaoke song. This will be you tonight. This will be me about 11 p.m. Biggie. Bit maroon five. All right, no, we get the idea. Not. So what she do? She's got. She's got uh, Celine Dion's chewing gum in a frame in her house. And Good on her. We were talking about what possessions you have from celebrities. What have you kept souvenir, Dave? Uh, I've got a few at home. I've got uh, I've got Paul Stanley's guitar pick. Oh wow! That uh, <laughs> okay. that's cool though, isn't it? That's was all right. it in concert? What did you do? Did you it, run on the stage afterwards? No, or did you throw it was it, to uh, you? it was at a sound check actually. So it was uh, it was sort of behind the scenes. That was pretty cool. And uh, the notepad from the hotel that I interviewed John Bon Jovi. I flicked. Oh. I that is unbelievable. The, just the oh, pad yeah. from the Hermitage. What celebrity item do you own? We took your calls. We'll hear them after this. Malloy Triple M. A drive home that's pretty loose. This is Malloy. This is the roster day off. Mickey's not here today. He's uh, he's doing something he really loves doing and spending it with someone who he adores. Uh, he's got a lot to tell us about tomorrow when he's back on deck with Melanie Bracewell and Lee Sales on the show tomorrow. Now, we're talking about what celebrity item do you own? We're talking about Adele trousering Celine Dion's gum, yeah. framed it, put it in her house. Chewy. You said you took what? You've uh, got... I've got Paul Stanley's guitar pick and I've taken a notepad out of John Bon Jovi's hotel room in Nashville. Now, what happened to Alice Cooper? He came in here. Yeah, and... Alice Cooper came in here. He had a can of Diet Coke. Which sat in our office for almost two, about two years, about I reckon, years. with a note saying, do not touch, this is Alice Cooper's Coke can. And there was about an inch of Coke in the bottom. Yeah. 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 And, and no then, one was allowed then, to touch it. And then we came in not that long ago and it's gone. Say, Someone's someone threw it. I reckon, Jay, I reckon Jay threw it out when he left. I reckon I may have come in hungover one day. Oh, no, you've taken it. Well, you do. You do yeah, tend to that leave. Is, that is your thing. <laughs> and what about Jane Kennedy when yeah, she was on, we had, um, working on the program? We she, had Joan Jett. Joan Jett. And jo- I've never seen Jane so excited. And she came in with a dozen long stem red roses for her. And um, I made Joan a couple of cups of coffee, which were left in the studio. And Jane told us we cannot touch it. And that, that was hers. I think Jane Kennedy actually drank she, I think out she of drank Joan the coffee. Jett's 
coffee no kidding. cup. It's stalkerish, yeah. isn't it? That's well, that's what it means to people. Sure. You know what I mean? John's on the line. John, uh, what have you souvenired over the journey? Um, Jimmy Barnes's belt. How oh, the hell what? did you get Jimmy Barnes's belt? I'm frightened to ask. <laughs> Me and the missus were at the Stardust Hotel at Cabramatta yep. in the 80s, and he was took it off and he was swinging it around his head. Yep. And it had like a big buckle on it. And right. it slipped out of his hand and hit me misses in the eye. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, well, just after, just under. And <laughs> he was really nice. After the show, he come in. So he come backstage. They bandied, put a Band-Aid on <laughs> her. And I, I went to hand the belt back. And he said, no, keep it, mate. So you keep it. And by the way, you wouldn't have to bandage her head up. You just take his. Because <laughs> he used to, he's, he used to wear the headband oh, in those yeah. days. Thanks for calling, mate. Warwick's on the line. Warwick, uh, what have you souvenired? Uh, we went to a reunion foreigner concert and Lou Graham threw a very sweaty towel off the stage. Okay. Which my missus caught, but mm. the twist to it was he'd obviously nicked it from the hotel he'd been staying in. <laughs> so it had a lot of Graham on it. Had the hotel's oh, name on it. I tell you what, if it had a room number, yeah, yeah. missus might have been up there, mm. quick sticks. <laughs> know what I'm saying, Warwick? Okay, sorry to do that to you. That's a terrible thing to say to our listeners. Uh, well done, Jen's on the line. Jen, what have you got? Uh, Jonathan Thurston gave me the signature and I had it tattooed onto my ankle. Do you want a, a Mickey Malloy uh, just above your bot bot? Okay. Oh, that'd be lovely. Oh, Jen, you don't. don't you don't play. want Are you going to do it for me, though, Mick? Well, of course I will. <laughs> if I have to. All right, then. You've talked me into it. Uh, Matt's on the line. Matt, what have you trousered? Um, we went to a show about 20 years ago, I think. Uh, we saw Steve-O, Party Boy and Wee Man. Oh, yeah. Wow. That was a live show, so, wasn't it? That'd be fun. Yeah, it was. Uh, a friend of ours, she was infatuated with um, Steve-O, so she said she was going to get up on stage. So she actually took her top off and ran through the theatre. So they invited us back to the Mint Bar in St Kilda afterwards. Yes. And, um, he, yeah, we got Steve-O's shirt, um, Hardy Boy's G-string, and Wee Men's Little Runners. <laughs> That's the, quite the haul. And you, you keep yeah. them all at home, do you? Or? Uh, they're in the shed, yeah. Oh, the shed. well done, Matt. Appreciate you ringing. We've got time for one yeah, more. One yes, more. come yeah. on. Dallas, what happened to you, Dallas? My mum got dirt from Elvis Presley's grave. How did she wow. do that? She was a massive fan, and he died in 77. She was heading over about a month later to visit her father in Arkansas. When she headed over, she said, oh, I'm going to go over and visit Elvis's grave, but mm. got to Graceland, couldn't get in, of course. Yep. And she managed to jump the fence of Graceland, <laughs> wow. ma- make her way towards the grave, got nabbed by the security guards, you know, oh, you're going to throw you out. She pleaded with them, and they took her to the grave to have a look, she squatted down on her knees and just scraped a bit of dirt into a jar and mm. without them seeing and brought it back home. She, she would have had some dirt from Elvis's grave if Elvis was dead, but I'm afraid he's not, <laughs> Dallas. Hey, Charlie Pickering's going to join us next. This is Malloy. It's Malloy. It's the rostered day off. Mix back on deck tomorrow. Charlie Pickering right now. Now, Charlie's good friend of the show, and, and when he comes on, he often goes down those deep, weird rabbit holes and pulls out those TV shows perhaps we've never heard of. He's got another one for us. Okay, so, you know, I I was thinking politics hasn't been too impressive lately Mm. and and leadership has been a little disappointing. Sure. And so I've found found a reality TV show, sadly short-lived, only one season and cancelled amidst some controversy. That's longer than Heil Hitler, I'm Home, which you bought (laughs) us last time. Still getting over that. Yeah, this is, it's not quite as dicey as Heil Hitler, I'm Home, but it's close. So anyway, so this one puts leadership in the hands of a different group of people with similarly poor results. Let's listen to the setup, shall okay. we? 
This is Bonanza City, New Mexico, or what's left of it anyway. The pioneers who ran this place back in the 1800s ran it into the ground. Lack of leadership and lack of will combined to leave this town completely and totally dead. Now, 40 new pioneers will try to fix their forefathers' mistakes and build a town that works. It won't be easy. Pioneer living is tough. And the amazing part is, these pioneers are children. <laughs> oh, my God. It is an abandoned what? western ghost town in the middle of the desert. <laughs> and they literally dump 40 children oh my God. completely unsupervised wow. to run the town. And if you thought... Lord of the Flies worked out well. <laughs> let's make a TV show about that. <laughs> this show absolutely nails it. And the kids were so excited to be there. Have wow. The oldest just turned 15. The youngest is eight and a half. I think I'm going to die out here because there's nothing. <laughs> Eight and a half. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. So there is there is a core of four kids that are leaders that tell everyone what to do. Right I'll on. shock you. They don't turn out too popular. <laughs> and then everyone gets given jobs like right. cooking, washing the clothes, setting up beds. And I, I cannot stress this enough. They are getting zero help from adults. Like okay. there's, there's no adults involved. <laughs> there is absolutely no assistance. Right? And it, yeah. and it goes very, very badly. Oh. At first, they have trouble cooking. And the first problem is what they're going to eat. The first dinner is meant to be chicken. Okay. <laughs> and there is one kid who grew up on a farm trying to show the others how they're going to eat some chicken. Uh. Bring the chicken up. You're going to hold it tight. Hold it straight. Hold it. You're going to stretch its neck out. Go. All right, guys. You ready? Hold it, hold it. Oh my God. <laughs> it's the natural cycle of oh. life and death. And so they have to kill their own chicken well, okay. and then cook dinner. This project, it won't surprise you, is a bit too much for most of the kids. Right. And it ends up there is the cooking is the biggest problem, right. it turns out. And there is one girl that ends up carrying all the responsibility for yeah. cooking for 40 children. She's never cooked before. Okay. And I'll be honest, it's it's not her fault it's not going well because the others aren't pulling their weight. Have a listen to this little argument. You're not cooking breakfast alone. Hold on, I got money on this game. Why do you have money on the game when you're supposed to be cooking breakfast? I have money on this game. I have two more balls to get off. So you're here. gambling when you're supposed to be cooking breakfast? Yeah. <laughs> What is going guy, on? So there's a game. A guy has house. put money on a game of pool right. and won't come and cook breakfast. Wow. And it's like, wow, this is just like adult society. Are They've they absolutely replicated. It is incredibly authentic and they, like it all descends into chaos within one episode. The show did get cancelled at the end of the series. Sure, right. A kid got hot grease on its face while oh, it was cooking my. and had to be airlifted out of there. Oh, my God. The parents tried to sue CBS, all of them unsuccessfully, because they'd signed incredible waivers. Yes. Now, you would think after all of that that the parents would be furious yeah. with this whole process, that the kids would be distraught. Mm. Yes. But the producers are geniuses. They know what can make this Lord of the Flies meets Deadwood situation, what can turn the whole thing around and make everyone love it okay. in the most American way possible. It's money. Listen to this. That star you're holding, uh -huh. pretty heavy, huh? Yeah. Well, it's worth its weight in gold. 
literally $20,000. What do you think your mom and dad would say about this? I think they're going to be thrilled. I think they're going to scream. Well, maybe you should give your folks a call. I've got, I've got something to tell you. What's the matter? I just, I just want $20,000. When you hear your kids sounding happy, there is no better feeling in the world. <laughs> it's the same kid that was just telling off the guy for gambling on a pool game. She has not been having a good time. And good luck getting out of Dodge with 20 grand in your pocket. <laughs> yeah, right. There'll be a bunch of ruffians <laughs> will be waiting out the front of the saloon as you walk past who will be having all that. So it's kind of like a, uh, a, a kiddie's Deadwood yeah. is the way you look at yeah. it. It is kids' Deadwood and it's funny it was seen as one of the worst things done to children in a very long time. Yes. But the producers say they'd like to make it again. <laughs> like, So they're, they're actually talking about remaking it right now. Well, I love it. Charlie Pickering. It's Malloy on Triple M. Get with the program, Toots. This is Malloy. It's all thanks to Crown Forklifts. And you know, there's nothing like a Crown Forklift for picking it up and putting it down. Should we play the extended mix again? Why not? Bring it home, boys. There is nothing like a crown for picking it up and putting it down. How good does that sound? Well done to Crown Forklifts. We love you guys. As we've mentioned before, you're like part of the family here on this very show. And there is nothing like a Crown Forklift for picking it up and putting it down. Now, look, it's uh, it's a great time to be... In the Crown family, if you're looking for a job, because I believe they are hiring right now, there are employment opportunities available at Crown, and we can vouch that they're a great company as well. So maybe you've got something waiting for you at crown.com. Check that out. And while you're there, you can ogle the amazing forklifts they have. What about the electric counterbalance forklift? Or maybe the LPG and petrol forklifts? There's so many. They've been manufacturing forklifts since 1945. They know what they're doing. That's why they're the best in the business. Now, what we have been doing as part of our, our Crown uh, sponsorship here on Malloy on Triple M, we're putting together like a Spotify playlist. We've had a bunch of great suggestions for songs like, you know, You Lift Me Up, things like that, because that's what Crown Forklifts do. John in Picton, you've got a suggestion for us. John, how you doing? Yeah, good, mate. Good, Dave. How's yourself? Good, buddy. What are you thinking? What can we add to the uh, the Crown uh, jump, playlist? Jump Van Halen, because I get up and nothing gets me down. I get up, nothing gets me down. Oh, you know what? It kind of works. Yeah, I like it. You're in the crown. Up she goes. And down she goes. Oh, John, how about I give you some free crown merch? Oh, excellent. Thanks, sir. We've got some mini forklifts. We've got some drink bottles and crown stuff. Well done. Right, that'd be excellent. You're Thanks, welcome. Sir. You're welcome. And well done to crown. There is nothing like a crown and putting it down. It's Malloy Triple M. A drive home that's always unpredictable. <laughs> this is Malloy. Just about done for the day. Well, Malloy's rostered day off because Mickey right now, I'm sure, is uh, feeling a little refreshed. Uh, he'll be back again tomorrow, Whitney. Promise me he'll be back tomorrow. Yeah, he'll be back I tomorrow. I struggle doing this on my own. I feel lonely. You I do just, a great oh, job, Dave. Oh, thank you. Now, he'll be back tomorrow. I may not be, though. <laughs> okay. 
You've had a up the pussy's boat. Oh, you know, a bit yeah. tired. But also, we went behind his back and did a Dave's Corner Oh, we have today. done that too, yeah. He's going to be furious. Yeah, I'm not. I'm a bit nervous. You're worried that he... I may uh, not be here. <laughs> I see what you're saying. Well, for episode 45 or 46... Uh, we'll yeah, there was it. a slight hiccup. There, there, look, that's why Vic's not here and we'll talk about it now. Make sure we don't pass that on. But Dave's Corner, available wherever you get your podcast from. Now, tomorrow, we are going to be joined by, oh, the women rule. Lee Sales is on the show yes. tomorrow from ABC 7.30. Melanie Bracewell from the Cheap Seats as mm. well. He's amazing. Uh, we've got some prizes. We've got more Kings of Leon tickets. Hello. Hello. Neverland store vouchers, Brick Lane and more. Back to drive you home. Mickey back on deck tomorrow with Malloy. Triple M. This has been the Malloy Drive Show podcast. And there's nothing like a crown forklift for picking it up and putting it down. They're never far away from where you are in cities, suburbs and country towns across Australia. With guaranteed reliability and superior quality. Check them out at crown.com or call 131 604.